0: If you can't clap on beat or draw a stick figure, don't worry, today's guest is here to point us in the direction of those who can. You're going to love the vibrant enthusiasm she brings to her storytelling and her advocacy on behalf of musicians and artists in Appalachia. I'm your host, Jordan Carmack, a leadership development and communication skill coach in London, Kentucky, and you're listening to Women of the Bluegrass, a leadership development podcast for and about women leading the way in Kentucky industries. My guest today is Jill Hamlin, the Assistant Director of Fine Arts for Big Sandy Community and Technical College in Prestonsburg, Kentucky. In conjunction with community partners, Jill spearheaded the creation of the Appalachian Arts and Entertainment Awards, or the Appies, in 2021. It seeks to showcase the entire 13-state Appalachian region by highlighting established and emerging talent. The Appies won the 2022 KCTC Innovation Award for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion as well. Jill is also an award-winning multi-instrumentalist singer and songwriter with advanced degrees in ethnomusicology. Thanks for tuning in and let's get started. You're listening to Women of the Bluegrass and I'm excited to welcome Jill Hamlin to the podcast today. Jill, thanks for being here.
1: Thank
0: you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I know. Me too. You know, I hate to admit this, but I did not know anything about the Appalachian Arts and Entertainment Awards, otherwise known as the Appies, until a couple of months ago. I've been missing
1: out on a lot. You have. Oh, my goodness. There is so much to educate you, my dear. Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> it,
0: really, it really is. And so this is an awards program that's been in existence for about three years now. Tell me what you're excited about for this year.
1: So I'm, there is so much to be excited about because every year is different. We have new presenters. We have new performers. We have some uh, people that are coming back. So some new faces, some some uh, um Um, not old faces don't put that on there (laughs) Uh, but we have some new faces um and then we also have some faces that you guys will remember and that you know so it's really exciting to see all of these wonderful people coming from all over the 13 state Appalachian region and then of course this year we have international so the Apples, Appalachian is international yes we have international presenters that are coming um, that recognize the talents that we have here and again a lot of a lot of Appalachians our roots come from Ireland, Northern Mm. Ireland, Scotland, you know, Germany, these kinds of areas. And so, you know, it's just, again, it's showcasing that culture and that heritage that Appalachia has and how how big our arms are and how far-reaching Appalachia really is.
0: And you know, that's something a little bit different I hadn't thought about before is Appalachia stretches much further than Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia. It's Mississippi Mm -hmm. to New York, practically
1: it is it is and I I say it all the time that's a lot of real estate 13 states that's a lot of real estate it's So big, and it's so beautiful. Really, within those 13 states of Appalachia, if you really think about it, we have absolutely everything that anyone could ever want as far as tourism coming in to just to visit our areas. Right. You've got seaside, you've got mountains, you've got outdoor sports, you've got arts and entertainment. I I mean, it just is. It's just, it's just amazing. It's, again, I lose my words just thinking about it because it's, it's just so amazing what we have here and what often gets overlooked or, um, or cast in a, in a negative stereotype. It's like being from Appalachia or, or being from Kentucky isn't something that, that people should be proud of. But it is something people should be proud of. Yeah. Because again, we we are amazing. We have such amazing education uh, within our area. We have amazing artists um, that come out and uh, you know start playing in local churches or at local festivals, and then you know within a few months you see them winning Grammy awards.
0: That's right. <laughs> you know? That's
1: right. And it's so you know we, we really we really have so much um, that we do for not just the region and not just for the United States itself, but as I said, for the world worldwide, um, Appalachia is everywhere and it's it's in the hearts of everyone. And this the Appalachian Arts and Entertainment Awards is just one way to showcase that and to really just bring it bring it home and bring it to your homes. So what are
0: some of the categories that are recognized within these awards?
1: Yeah, so, oh gosh, we have all kinds of categories, honestly. We have everything from tattoo artists to um, best male and female vocalists, okay? songwriters, textiles, jewelry making. Uh, oh, so
0: it's makers too, not just music.
1: It is, exactly. It's artisans, it's crafters, it's anyone that has a she shed or a she shed. <laughs> <laughs> you know. These are things that that really um, are are arts. Uh, I I cannot draw. I cannot draw a stick <laughs> right now. Like if if somebody was like had my family, you know, uh,
0: and said, "Hey, you know, draw some draw something." Uh, bird
1: yeah i wouldn't be able to save them if they were like you have to draw me you know a stick figure and this will save your family i i just i apologize now it's like i love you all and i'm sorry (laughs) you know i
0: can't love you but there's so much talent in appalachia
1: there is there really is it's so much part of our dna Mm. and i think part of part of part of the thing with it being so, so much part of us is that it gets taken for granted because everyone that we know either plays an instrument or sings or is an author or writes mm. music uh, or, or does stage productions or paints and they don't just, you know, do it like, oh, you know, yeah, you know, oh, Timmy over here, yeah, he kind of plays the guitar a little bit. It's like, no, it's like, Timmy over here plays the
0: guitar <laughs> he'll knock <laughs> like, your socks off just really, get ready
1: really well <laughs> right mm-hmm. yeah and and so you know we we kind of um we just kind of take that for granted a little bit and i and i see it a lot um within within the industry because i work within the industry um as well um people will call and say hey you know we're doing this um uh, uh fish fry or this this uh, this event and do you do you know someone that'll come play it it's like well of course we know people that <laughs> play it. you know and then we've got a list it. a mile long oh mm-hmm. absolutely and then you know of course it's what's the budget oh a budget <laughs> yeah it's like you know these compensate people- artists <laughs> Right. Work very, very hard. You know, it costs money to buy paints. It Mm -hmm. costs money to buy strings. It costs Mm -hmm. money for lessons or to uh, join uh, different organizations, you know, to to uh, create that um, that atmosphere for what they do for their art. Mm -hmm. And uh,
0: it sounds like the Appies promote. And not just showcase to the region what we can do, but also sort of bolster up these different industries and say, hey, these are worth investing in and they're worth what you pay for.
1: They absolutely are. Because, you know, when you think about it, if you're a business owner, you know, you need a logo, you need branding. So that's right. Who Creates those logos who creates that branding artists do. You know, know? and I don't know about you, but I can't make my mortgage payment or my rent payment or pay my electric bill with with uh, hand claps. Right. (laughs) You know,
0: if only we could, although not on hand claps, because I'll be honest, I wouldn't pay my bills if it was whether or not I was on beat.
1: See, exactly, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, I can't go to the bank and be like, oh, you know, I I know my my rent was due today or my mortgage was due today, but I'm gonna stand here and applaud for you, Mm -hmm. and then we'll call it even, right? Or I will go on my personal Facebook page and say, hey, this is the best bank ever, because it's good promotion.
0: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So this is an investment in these industries for the long term and future generations, too, by recognizing and honoring those that have that expertise.
1: Absolutely. And it's not just an investment on the arts, but it's also an investment on mental health, Mm. on professionalism, on being able for public speaking, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, on the education side
0: of things. Hey, they might not have mentioned this, but I'm a public speaking coach. So listen, you are talking my language (laughs) right now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes! So, you know, you are really investing in people. You're investing in your people, in your communities, and that is investing in your future. So that's the best investment ever. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I make sure that I'm taking care of when I'm old. Sure. So I want to make sure that you know our educators are getting the tools that they need, the financing that they need. Um, that our that our banks that can create these partnerships, that our colleges that can create partnerships, are all working together for that. And that is really what you are seeing happen come together with the Appalachian Arts and Entertainment Awards, all these different organizations coming together that people wouldn't necessarily think, why, why are they working together? Like how is how is this a, a, good, a good match? Well it's a good match because again it's people mm. and we're investing in our people, we're investing in our culture, we're investing in our heritage mm-hmm. and we're letting our voices and our artists' voices really be heard. We're providing a platform, a stage, a literal stage. That's right. For, for all of this to be recognized and to be brought into the positive limelight that it really deserves.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's obvious you are passionate about the, the cause and the initiative and putting together an incredible programming. So how did you get involved with the Appies? What's your Appies story?
1: Oh, my goodness, so, oh, my Appies story, wow, I can, I can hear the, 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 the music in the background right now.
0: <laughs> you caught me. It's in post.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. So I guess my Abby story started um, when I was about uh, six months old honestly I was adopted by an absolutely wonderful family and um, you know I know some people are um, on the fence about whether to adopt or not let me tell you if you need someone to talk you through it or to, to, to help in, in that and answer any questions I reach out to me mm. uh, on, a, on that personal note reach out to me because it is. It it has it, been literally a life changing and life saving experience for me. Um, my my parents, my mom and dad, that uh, I, I tease them all the time. I, I say that, you know, I got mixed up in the mail, or you know, I'm only four foot ten, so I'm like, so oh, you know, it was like buy one get one half off, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you lost your receipt, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it, you know, they they really. Um, they really prompted my my love and my passions, and mm. which is also kind of funny because they are very um, we we couldn't be more different. Yeah, <laughs> I guess what they say is opposites attract. So I'm more um, uh, artsy, let's say, and they are more um, concrete, flat ground, you know, um, steady, but, stable. Mm -hmm. yeah oh gosh yes they are king and queen of steady and stable (laughs) (laughs) it's like i could tell you right now they they have the same breakfast every morning it's always at the same time it's you know Mm -hmm. but but they also um even though we had our differences and it's not just differences that you have between parents and kids because oh my goodness that's a whole nother topic
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes that's for sure
1: yes but they, they, they saw the individuality that I had and that they had, and they didn't try to, to squash that um, at all. They tried to, again, give me a, a good, clear path. It's like, okay, yes, you can do the arts. You can play the piano. You can do the uh, theater programs. You can do all of this. But you also need to, you know, go to high school, go to college, you know, (laughs) have a career. So they understood my love and my passion, but still wanted to help guide me to make sure that, you know, that I was still stable and, and could go on in, in my life as, as an adult. Hmm. So that, that kind of was start of my, um, my Abby's, uh, role, I guess. But I remember sitting at the piano that my dad had bought my mother for a Valentine's Day gift. And Valentine's Day's coming up. So-
0: Oh, perfect timing. Here.
1: Buy a piano for your wife, for your significant others. You will love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's worked for my parents. My parents have been together now for over 50 years. So, you know, wow. they, music music literally binds your heart. So, um, so my mother was sitting at the piano and she uh, took piano lessons when she was young and she was just playing just a couple of notes um, on the piano and it was, a, it was an old hymn. Um, and I came up and let's see, I'm probably about four at this point and I'm you know just toddling around. And uh, she pulls me up and she sits me at the piano with her and she's playing and then I start playing it back. So that's when she realized that I had uh, a natural ear um, for piano and for music. And so then, within within that context, that was kind of my first experience. There was always piano in the house. Um, my grandparents on my father's side sang in church and sang what's called uh, shape note singing. So it's uh, if, you, if people don't don't know what that is, look it up. It's really amazing um, the way that people would uh, read notes where they were actually written in shapes like triangles and stars and circles oh. and different things and that would tell the person what key it was in and so then there were different harmonies so uh, I grew up with that and, and it's just always just been a passion so hmm. years later <laughs> <laughs> fast forward button <clears throat> um, I was hired with Big Sandy Community and Technical College um which is a big proponent of the appies and help sponsor that and provide scholarships for education categories, uh, for the appies winners, which is amazing. Um, and, uh, I brought this idea to, to them to say, Hey, we can do this. Mm. We love the arts. You love the arts. Um, I'm the assistant director of fine arts for big Sandy. So it's, how can we make all of this work together? It seems like absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like you saw an opportunity coming out of that first year of the pandemic to really unite people with the arts.
1: Absolutely, because, uh, you know, we saw it everywhere. Um, uh, even uh, the, um, I believe it was the Grammys and the Emmys were all virtual
0: mm. um,
1: that year. And it it really showcases how much arts and music bring people together. And I mean, what it, what what all did we do during the pandemic? We we binged Netflix. <laughs> we binged.
0: We know. yeah, we engaged in entertainment, whether we were <laughs> listening to podcasts or reading books or watching movies and TV shows. I mean, we were we sought entertainment.
1: We sought entertainment, and then also, what did we do? We had some actual downtime mm. to focus on what we like to do there were people that were painting their houses or re yeah
0: yeah i i I was one of them
1: (laughs) right um or let's see how i can transform this chair into a planter Mm. you know so again that's an art that's a creative outlet and really the arts saved us
0: they did yeah
1: and and what is so sad though is what is the first thing that gets cut when it comes to budgets Mm. arts right arts get cut and it's like oh my gosh (laughs) you know without Mm. without art we as humans we we're nothing because again as far as i know now granted i haven't uh, listen to the Discovery Channel or anything like that within the last you know hour or so. So there may be some new um, uh, species that has been found that does create art, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or um, but human beings are the are the only things that create art for a reason. Mm. And the reason is to in, is to bring upon a response mm. whether that's we love it and it creates a passion in us you know it's like you can remember the first song during your first kiss right or the first <laughs> dance at your middle school dance yep. right yep. the song that was playing or you know you remember those things <sighs> oh gosh
0: <laughs> so you're a bit of a singer songwriter yourself right i could tell your passion for music and so I- are you still pursuing these things as you're running the show for
1: the appies always once once an artist always, always, an, artist.
0: always an artist that's always the truth
1: an artist you know even even when people retire, you know, when guitarists retire because you know our tribal sets in or different mm. things, and you know the the uh, the heart is there, but but the, the but the ability is, is is different now, you know, mm. because of different circumstances. And we, we all we've all been there. Yes, I used to be able to tie my shoes with no problem, and now I look at them and I'm like, oh no, go for the slip-ons. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, once 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 it's in you it's always in you and Mm. and that's that's just that's part of what makes me me and i like me so yes yes (laughs) you know um, but yeah i do i do still uh write and i sing and perform uh on occasion not as much as before
0: Mm -hmm. um well you've got a busy
1: schedule (laughs) exactly it's exactly right but again, it's an outlet for me. Mm. It's what it's what gives me um, a refuge. Uh, it's my safe place. Um, but it's also my scary place because anytime you put something out there, um, you know you're putting you're putting your heart and soul literally on display for everyone. And That is scary.
0: It's a that very vulnerable place.
1: It really is. But it is so it's so empowering at the same time because it's like it takes I don't care okay this is I'm just gonna level now now we're getting to the nitty gritty
0: okay bring it on
1: <laughs> all right so I have a particular family member and I'm gonna say it this way because that's how Appalachians talk bless their heart. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they mean so well they they really do um, and they 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 sing. I'm doing air quotes. They sing all the time. Um, this this person is not going to be winning any Grammy awards for <laughs> or, for vocalist for vocalist. Let's put it that way. But. But but they love it. They absolutely love to do it. And it's just part of them. Mm -hmm. And so you know what? If, If you are singing in the car, if you have the guts to go to an open mic, if you have the guts to go to karaoke, if you have the guts to enter into a contest, that right there deserves so much praise and recognition in and of itself. Because you had the guts to do it. You had the guts to do it. You did it. And the people that... You know, want to say anything negative about that? What what can they say? Not right. a thing, because right. they're not up there. They're not up mm-hmm. there during that moment. We're we're you know, right. don't focus on on that because let me tell you, it takes guts, it takes work, and it is so. It's an emotional roller coaster like one no one has ever been on before. <laughs> So it sounds so like you
0: were so really... worth the journey. Oh, it is. It's so worth that just okay. learning to perform, even just to share, whether it's your poetry or your art or your watercolor painting or your sculptures. Anytime you share those things, you share a piece of yourself. Now, your journey has transformed some from this position as a, as a musician, but then into a position of visibility and leadership with the Appies. Um, so as you've embarked on this change hmm what has that professional development looked like for you what were some of the what are some of the skills you've been practicing um or maybe areas of growth for you as your role has transitioned into an advocate for for the arts versus um, maybe a just a participant in them
1: oh my gosh <laughs>
0: so I know big question and
1: it, it really is because it's it changes minute to minute to minute um, it's uh, you can set out with one particular thing. It's okay, I have my list of things I have to get done today, right? And I have to do this interview at this time and then I have to teach this class over here. So it's prioritizing and making sure all of my things are ready. And then the minute you get ready to hit you know to walk into the classroom or to start an interview, the phone will ring or something <laughs> <like>. <laughs> it nope. never fails you know you, for, you forget to hit record or you know it's like <laughs> oh no <laughs> so it's it's just, a flexibility is a great skill it, to learn isn't it <laughs> it is it's, it's, it's being able to be adaptive and being able to be understanding especially of other people's time mm. and you know if, if I am calling uh, someone from New York to come and be part of a class or the awards program it's I, I need to it's not about me um, first and foremost what whatever the item is is not about me it is about the program which is about the artists okay so then I have to be cognizant of the time and the respect for the people that I am bringing into um, into this uh, ceremony or into this project um, because they, they are taking time off of their work, be that, um, you know, uh, studio time, be that camera time, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and a lot of, uh, or, or teaching. So they, they have to uh, really commit a lot to that, and that's using their uh, personal time, their vacation time, sick time, however they work that out. Um, their airfare in their you know mm. all of these different things. So I, uh, it's always putting the person that you are speaking with first and foremost. Um, they they are the ones that are that that deserve your time mm. and to always have that. Um, so it's an ego check. Yeah, it's it's a major ego check. Mm. Um, it's to put the other person first.
0: Were you nervous? Other
1: person first.
0: The first yes. time you made a big call like
1: that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then it's always whatever whatever you decide you are going to be a part of, you need to make sure that you are always proud of that because whatever mm-hmm. you assign your name to is going to follow you for the end of time I mean that's (laughs) what history books are made out of Mm -hmm. there are some people that are probably thinking now oops
0: So it's a question Maybe
1: of shouldn't have done that.
0: legacy and and reputation. So what I'm hearing you say is you've walked a path that's included lots of growth and flexibility, um, but then learning to honor people well, which it sounds like your parents were a great influence in that with their <laughs> steadfastness um, and, and taking, taking care of the people that you work with, especially those um, who have those skills and qualities that you want to showcase um, and are respectful yeah. of those things. Um, those are all so, so helpful and inspirational to um others who might be looking to build those relationships and and network um that's it's a great great piece of advice um but speaking of advice the last question i want to ask is my one of my favorites to ask and i ask it at the end of every show so regular listeners will know um but i want to ask what is the best piece of advice or piece of wisdom that you've received personally and professionally
1: Oh gosh, there are so many different things. <laughs> so I guess one of them which I always think is funny, then I'm just going to throw this out there. It, it's from my dad and you know, my, my dad gives the best advice. If anybody needs advice call my dad. He'll be happy to, to let you have <laughs> that. And he would always say don't eat yellow snow. <laughs> like, oh, okay. That's right? bad advice. Um, but I guess really one of the um, the best pieces of advice.
0: Oh, before we go to the next one, can I ask? I know that there is a one-level meeting There's a very concrete level of meaning of "don't eat yellow snow." But did he give any a, a deeper meaning? Does it have another application versus just the one that might be on the top?
1: <laughs> I guess in Dad terms, um, it's always keep it clean. Always mm. make sure whatever you do is clean. You know, yeah, so, no, nothing underhanded, nothing, nothing dirty. You know. Oh. Always, always keep it, always keep it on the professional. Always make sure that uh, you know
0: you're on the up and uh, up.
1: You're on the up and up, and you know, it, you know, if you ascribe to, you know, win. When your name is called aloud in that book you know, mm-hmm. you, know mm-hmm. you know are you going to be standing there in white lights or not
0: <laughs> that's right that's right don't get involved in, in anything anything dirty don't eat yellow snow okay i like yeah. it i couldn't let that one pass that by I, I love to know the other meanings and families that these common sayings might have but you were going to tell us one other piece of advice and i don't want to bypass that
1: Yeah. um, So one of them is uh, she has passed away now, but she was my godmother. She was my mother's absolute best friend. Uh, They met in college, and and so she was. I I called her mom as well, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, she passed away of cancer uh, several years ago, and I miss her every day. But you know, I I still feel her. I know she's still around, (laughs) and everybody can think I'm crazy. That's okay because I know she's there. She's smiling too. So she would say she would say all kinds of things. but her name was Carol Sue, Carol Sue Risen. And uh, she would always uh, just tell us, you know, prove them wrong. You know, if we were sitting around and we were uh, talking about, um, you know, what, whatever bad thing happened, you know, oh, so and so is not going to let this go through. Or, you know, my boss just won't, won't listen to this idea or says it's this. Or, you know, school, you know, well, they say I'm this kind of person and I'm never going to amount to anything she would just look
0: at you and say prove them wrong prove them wrong well and if that's not the undercurrent of of the appies it's all of the (laughs) the negative associations that sometimes exist it's it's an opportunity to stand up on our own stage and say you know what Mm Appalachia is incredible and let us show you how um, that's we could, exactly that's great. the space to prove them wrong. Well, thank you so much for this amazing conversation, Jill. I really appreciate it. And, um, to all of those that are listening, you'll be able to check out, um, the Abby's website, all that information will be in the show notes. So thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: There's grit to the Appalachian spirit that always moves me. Whether it's the desire to prove them wrong or the commitment to heritage and family, there's never any doubt that the people of Eastern Kentucky will persevere. I love that the Appies encourage celebration of that grit and the rich culture of Appalachia while building community and raising the profile of Appalachian artists. If you'd like to check out the appies for yourself, you can buy tickets to the ceremony on March 18th, or find out more about the finalists at AppalachianArtsAndEntertainmentAwards.com, or by visiting the link in the show notes. You can also follow them on Facebook to find out if your favorite musician or artist has won. We have some exciting guests scheduled for the next few months. Women committed to developing and strengthening the people in their organizations from military to banking. But in the meantime, what are you pursuing for professional development? Are you reading a book, meeting with a mentor, attending a workshop or a webinar? This week, I encourage you to practice something. Maybe you need to dust off an instrument or a pen and remind yourself that you have something worth offering to the world. Practice produces diligence, not perfection. But in that diligence is growth. And even if you won't be on the stage at the Abbeys this year, growth is something to be proud of. Until next time.